0: Hey there, it's Geordie here from the It's About Time You Watch This podcast. Join us each week as we explore and discuss some of the greatest films ever made that up until now, I've never seen before. That's right, you name it, I probably haven't seen it. But my darling husband is on a mission to change that, one movie at a time, with a ton of laughs along the way. Check out It's About Time You Watch This now, wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Exploring the power of the right mindset and creating a healthy and fulfilling life. You're listening to the Unstoppable Mindset Podcast with Imogen Harris.
0: Hello everyone, it is Imogen back again for another Q&A on the Unstoppable Mindset Podcast. We had a lot of different questions come in regarding some topics that just require a little bit more in-depth. So I've got my beautiful brother with me, Chris, again, going to anchor some of these Q&As just to allow, like I don't know what order they come in, I don't know what's getting thrown my way. So it just allows less scripted and more just honest and in-depth responses in what you guys want to hear.
1: 100%. We had heaps of stuff coming through Instagram as well. So the first one I'm going to throw at you today, Imo, is uh, biggest life lessons.
0: What are some of your biggest life lessons? Life lessons requiring what you want out of life time time is such a beautiful thing and I definitely think especially throughout pandemics throughout um, you know changing states whether that's changing friendships evolving friendships toxic relationships in the past everything requires time and requires patience and everything every hurdle that you come through in life it is an opportunity to grow and don't see that as something that, you know, is wrong or something that has failed or hasn't gone the way that you wanted it to. It's more like, okay, I've learned this, this, this from these experiences. And I'm going to take that with me, you know, forever in any circumstance now in the future, I'm like, well, this happened last time and it didn't make me feel good or it didn't serve me. It didn't align with what I wanted out of life. So this time I would do it differently so I definitely think being optimistic and also using your past experiences as an opportunity to grow in the future
1: it's an old saying and it's you know it's a bit cliche but that whole everything happens for a reason damn saying, straight it, it's fact like you, you go through some really hard shit and you go this why is this happening to me like this is unfair why why does this have to happen to me all the time but you do get to a point in life where you go okay well if, that shitty stuff had never happened. Well, then I wouldn't have taken this step and I wouldn't have moved here, or I wouldn't have done this and I wouldn't be in this position now.
0: Everything that anyone goes through, and this is so important what you might go through, someone no doubt is going through something similar. And also, you know, only because you're going through something, it doesn't mean the people around you aren't going through their own, own situations, own, you know, hurdles in life. So it's also being compassionate to other people and allowing. You know, don't be selfish, check in on other people and go, you know, I'm not in this alone, but also communicate, be open. And I'm such a strong advocate for, especially with mental health, reaching out, reaching out to professionals, reaching out to loved ones. You don't have to do things by yourself. I was always like, no, I'm fine. I've got this. Like, I don't need to talk to anyone. I'm all good. But it got to the point I was like, Emo, you can't, You can't keep juggling all this by yourself. You need to let someone in. And I think at that point of my life where I allowed to be in control of who I talk to and how much I share, it allowed me to open up those doors more and be more open, not just with, you know, my psychologist or anything like that, but also my friends, my family, my partner, because they they can understand me on a deeper level now and know, you know, what I need, but also what they need from me too. So everything comes with communication and just allowing yourself to not hold everything in on your own sometimes.
1: All right. Next question was biggest learning curves you've found in the off season.
0: Oh, so obviously I know the last kind of, you know, eight to 10 to 12 months, I've been quite open on my social media about the highs and the lows of this improvement season that I've been um, undergoing for my obviously comp prep, but regardless of a comp prep, there was actually moments this year where I was actually contemplating not competing and I don't think I've actually told anyone this to be honest except Chloe. So, you know, there was moments where I was just like I'm so happy and content with the balance that I've created, which is something that I struggled with before prep. Obviously, during prep's a different scenario because you don't get that balance. Like there's a certain point where sacrifice has to give. But Even before prep and, you know, for a brief moment after prep, I really struggled to let go of tracking everything to the gram, always making sure that everything was ticked. And, you know, to a point, yes, that's what makes me me. But at the same time, I was neglecting being present, being social. As I was moving into state, as I was starting a new life, saying goodbye, saying hello, I had to really take a step back and go, if I'm not present right now these are moments that I've never got to get back and I wasn't in a prep. So I was able to enjoy those moments. So I think I've grown so much as a person allowing myself this time between shows to really find who I am without being lean, without competing, to allow myself to also focus on my business, my relationships, myself as well, you know, being aware of my mental health and being aware of how I need to continuously progress and to give myself what I need in order to love myself at its fullest capacity as well so long story short it's definitely what I needed and now I know the stage will always be there and whether that was and whether that is November this year which I am competing and I'm so excited for but also I'm content regardless of that stage now which is something I wasn't prior so yeah.
1: Well, the next one is biggest lessons this year. I'm going to I'm gonna change this to biggest lessons in the last 12 months. I was going to say, it's been March, three
0: months, so not been, even. There
1: hasn't been a hell of a room for lessons so far this year. But let's go to the last 12 months. What are some of the biggest lessons you've taken out of the last 12 months?
0: Um, I think the biggest lesson for me is, again, just not letting go, but allowing myself to have that best of both worlds I struggled, like I, su- I suffer from quite social anxiety. Like it, it comes and goes, I can't pick and choose when that comes and that's okay and I'm aware of that and that's something that I'm consciously working on. However, allowing myself to not use that as a cover up to just say no to things. I found myself, I was fine. Like I didn't have any anxiety around certain moments. I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to go out. I don't want to socialize because that's what my subconscious was telling me from past experiences so I was like no I'm just not gonna put myself in that situation but now it's like you know I think a few people going oh you're going to a few festivals and you're doing you're going out a lot like a lot more and I don't drink at like a lot of these things I don't feel like I obviously need to but also if I do want to have a couple drinks I can and that's fine but I'm allowing myself to be in these situations that yes put me in a difficult position sometimes mentally but I'm also Allowing myself to show I am capable of going to these things and I am capable because at the end of the day, I can chat for hours, which Chris is probably aware of, yep. um, but sometimes I can get a bit overwhelmed. So it's just being aware of that and knowing when I need to also take a step back, but when I can push forward and just push myself a little bit further. So that would be probably balance is my key word for the last 12 months.
1: Well, I think one thing you probably, anxiety after the last three years with COVID and everything has, and social anxiety especially, has come to the forefront a lot. Five years ago, we didn't talk about this stuff. Uh, it just wasn't spoken about. Or it, if you said, I can't go because I have social anxiety, people sort of, what why are you talking about? Mm-hmm. That's just stupid. Whereas now I think everybody has to a degree, a level of social anxiety. 100%. Because there was 18 months there, but we didn't leave the house.
0: And I think we're so set in our own ways. And I think it's so important as well to, again, as I said before, communicate, but surround yourself with people who you don't feel like you have to explain yourself to. I think that's super important. I've really had to pick and choose who I invest my energy into these last 12 months. I've had to say and let go of a lot of friendships because they weren't serving me. I was giving my all in a lot of friendships and I just wasn't receiving that same energy and alignment back. And I feel like, it's a bit of a kick in the guts. Cause you're like, I know for myself, my, I love giving to people. I'm a giver. And sometimes it got to a point where I was like, I'm getting absolutely nothing in return out of this, which it's a hard pill to swallow because you don't want to let go of some of these friendships, which you believe, oh, you know, I've known these for this amount of time or any circumstance you're like, well, actually, you know what, if, if, they're not aligning with where I want to go in life, or if I keep having to justify my actions to them or feeling judged, maybe that's a friendship or a relationship you need to relook at and revisit.
1: And even friendships have become one-sided, and I've had a bit of this as well. And I think we've all grown a bit after, you know, isolation, those sorts of things. And it has shown a lot of people that, yeah, okay, maybe I was giving my all to a friendship or a relationship, but I was, get, was getting nothing back. And you're right, it can be those like, those friendships that you've had for years and years and you're like, well, if I keep putting in all the effort and I'm not getting any return, why, why am I doing this to myself?
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, people, there's this massive ego almost of people going, oh, but you're so selfish. Like people go, oh, like you're selfish because you're putting yourself first. Well, how can you manage to fill up other people's cup if you can't fill up your own? And I think, you know, definitely, especially in the last 12 months for me, I had to step back also, you know, in my relationship, we both had things that we had to work on ourselves. We're both aware of that. But unfortunately, there was a brief moment where we couldn't do that together and we needed to work on, like I had to work on things and so did he. And now coming back together, we were able to work on those things without having to weigh down the other person. And now we're better than ever. So I think it's really important to also take a step back and go, you know, don't always put the blame on someone else of what they're doing or not doing. It's also like, well, what am I not contributing? What what does that person need that I'm not providing them at the moment? And I think it's super important to look at it both ways and not go, oh, well, they're not doing this for me, which, you know, I'm guilty. I've done in the past. I'm like, well, they're not fulfilling my needs, but it's also are you fulfilling theirs and what they need as well? So, So looking at both ends definitely helps any relationship and friendship.
1: Well, the final question we've got for this episode, and we are, I think, six or seven episodes into the podcast now, but one of the questions is what are you planning on talking about in the podcast and what are some of the things that we'll cover?
0: There is a lot that I want to unravel. I think I get a lot of questions, whether that's a client, whether that's a friend, whether that's partner, whoever it is in terms of how I'm feeling. And I do feel like sometimes I struggle to... Be open and be vulnerable. And I think this is a platform where I can talk about my past experiences, whether that is past relationships that I've been through, you know, my journey of weight loss. I prior to that was also severely underweight. So I've been on both extremes of, you know, what people see as, I guess, unhealthy, of, you know, trying to figure out where I belong in this world has definitely been a big one for me. And I definitely. I'm a huge believer of everything happens for a reason, as we were saying before, but also sharing my experiences. So if someone's going through something similar, I'm able to maybe give them some insight of, you know, where to start or just even some knowledge and guidance. But also as well, my prep journey, uh, a lot of people are invested, which I'm so stoked about. Uh, You know, my last prep, everyone was just so excited for me which again just shows my surroundings are amazing but it's just going to really showcase the highs the lows the tears the sacrifice that it takes to get to that stage but also you know how to juggle that with work how to juggle that with friendships and be able to also admit that hey like I'm gonna make mistakes but if I can show you and help you potentially not go through those hardships because I've been able to experience them myself, then that's something that I definitely want to bring to the podcast and also talk, talk a fair bit of shit
1: too. So. 100%. And all those <laughs> that have been listening to the first few episodes and I've heard some of the guests and the, the the journey that they've been on and will continue to go on because the guests we've had on so far, I think will probably end up being regular guests on the show. There's been some really good stuff that's come out already and lots more. And I think anyone that follows you on social media knows that you've got plenty to say.
0: I, I have a bit. Uh, you,
1: you generally have, yeah. And I refer to this in one of the first episodes. You, your walk and talks are almost famous now of you know when you're out doing your steps and those sorts of things and you're doing your Insta videos and your Insta lives and those sorts of things. This is a platform for you to go a bit more in depth into the, a lot of that stuff.
0: Yeah, and I think definitely like if I go onto my story to talk, it's usually for there's something that's driven that and there's a passion or there's something that's really got me going and get got me firing. And I think being able to talk a little bit in depth with this as well, it just allows that extra layer of emotion that sometimes I feel like you can't necessarily post on social media. I think a lot of people tend to glorify what they post. I've definitely, I feel like I'm quite authentic and real, but there's also things that I could talk about for for hours and, Obviously, the time story is sixty seconds, so we can't really do that. So this just allows to delve a little bit deeper into, yeah, not just past but future and and where I'm going and and also just learning curves along the way.
1: Hundred percent. And as we said, if you've got questions, those sorts of things that you would like answers to for the podcast, you can you can jump. You on want to know to, my dirty
0: secrets? <laughs> jump onto
1: Imo's uh, Insta and and shoot through a DM and let us know those questions, and we, we'll try and get those answered.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, again, any questions, you know where to find me on Instagram, but have an amazing day and I'll chat
1: to you soon. You've been listening to the Unstoppable Mindset Podcast, a creative media production.